اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله السلام عليكم ورحمه الله تعالى وبركاته الحمد لله Inshallah our gist for today is uh, titled Tonic and Toxic Friends Tonic Friends Toxic Friends By tonic you know what we mean It's an elixir, a mixture A mixture or a kind of concoction That is uh, brewed together To facilitate health for us Something that um, uh, Something that's supposed to restore Our our health, our level, uh, to, to re-energize us, to make us to be healthier, to make us to be livelier, you know, um, yeah, something like that, something that's supposed to pep up our life, add more zest to our existence. Um, medically, people put it together and then the doctors say you should take it as, sometimes as supplements. So we say tonics are things that will make you to be healthier. So we have some friends that can be likened to tonic and we also have some kind of friend that, that can be likened to toxic toxic as in poisonous something that is uh, in, in many ways opposite to the one that we have mentioned earlier on so something is toxic something is poisonous let me even ask you um, a fresh poison and an expired poison which one kills faster <laughs> a fresh poison and an expired poison. Which one will kill faster? Expired, expired poison. <laughs> it kills faster than the. <laughs> Subhanallah. Well, it's, uh, when we get to talk about that, when we get to see um, fresh toxic friends and expired toxic friends, which one ruins a person's life more? Miela save us from that. So let's start with tonic, and then we'll, let's start with friends generally. So just let's relax and see what we can do about it. So if you look at dictionary, you know that friendship is a state of, you know, being friends, or what we refer to friendly relations, or friendly attachment to a person, or some friendly relationship between two people, two persons, can be with many people, just like you say, this one is family friend, a friend to our family. In our family, we are friends, but we have another friend who is a friend to our, to our, to our family, say family friends. Um, something of affection arising from mutual esteem and goodwill. People will share goodwill towards one another. Something of friendliness, what we call amity. Something of, uh, so many things that sound nice in a relationship and uh, Sometimes it's, it's, um, uh, it's a combination of affection, loyalty, love, respect, and trust. So to talk about friendship, you are talking about a combination of many things. A combination of affection, they are affectionate towards one another, they love one another, they are loyal towards each other, they respect each other, and they trust one another. So generally, um, the traits, the things you look at to say, okay, these people are friends, may be something of similar interest, they share similar interests, uh, they have mutual respect for one another, or they have an attachment towards each other. I, I like to see this person, I like to see this person. Anything I want to do, I must tell this person, I must tell that person. They have that kind of attachment, and in order to experience friendship, there's need to have true friends. In order we have true friends and we have false friends. We have good friends and we have bad friends. And then we have in between. In between. Friends provide emotional safety for each other. They don't have to measure your words. You don't have to measure your words. You don't have to edit yourself before you speak to them. You don't have to pretend to a real friend, a good friend. True friendship is when someone knows you better than even yourself and the person can take a position in your life in your best interest. When there's crisis or when there's no crisis, the person can stand in for you and you can be sure that the person will watch your back for you. So many people believe in friendship to mean one thing or the other. For some people, it is just the trust that someone will not hurt you. 
Not that the person will benefit you, but you know that the person will not hurt you. That's what some people believe that friends are. They say, what are friends for, if not for inconveniencing one another? Anybody who has found a true friend has really found a priceless treasure in this world and the hereafter. If Allah has blessed you with good friends or a true friend, you have found everything that a person will ever find in this world and the hereafter. May Allah grant us the very best of friends. So you understand what friendships are now. Some people are friends with um, even animals. There's some people are friends with animals. Your pets may look like friends to you. Um, you respect your, your pet, your pet respects you. And then you have some things of benefit from each other. Your pet may keep you company. For example, if you keep cats, your cats render some services of chasing away the rats in your house. That's a very nice thing. Mutually, you benefit from that and then you feed the cat. You feed the cat, take care of the cat, and the cat helps chase rodents away, uh, rodents and venoms away from your environment, which is a nice thing, right? And some animals, like dogs, can be very loyal to whoever keeps them for security or keeps them for as hunting dogs or keep them as shepherd dogs. For example, for security, if, uh, if there's an intruder, you, the, the dog knows that you are his, its friend and the dog will ensure that it protects your home, even when you are not there. Even when you are not there. Real dogs that are loyal, even if you try to feed them to break into the house, they will not eat your food because they are loyal to their owners. Now, be that as it may, we know and we understand what friendship is all about now. Let's look at the Quran briefly. And let's see some words for friends in the Quran. There are so many words that mean the, the same thing in so many languages. And um, in the Quran, about 10 or more words have been used to denote friend or friendship in the Quran. This is wonderful. More, many words. Let's look at them briefly. Number one, we have wali. Wali. The meaning of wali is a protective friend, a protective friend. The one who cares about you, that's a wali. A wali is a friend, is a mentor, a friend who comes to your help and guides and protects you when you are in need. That's a wali. It also means a guardian or a guardian. And Allah says in the Quran, chapter 2, Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 257, Allah says, Allah is the ally, Allah is the friend of those who believe he brings them out from darkness and put them into light that means the job of a wali is to bring you from what is wrong put you into what is right bring you from darkness put you into light that is benefit you in so many ways he guides you and he protects you so sometimes the word wali may mean a protecting friend the quran chapter 5 verse 55 says Allah says verily your protector is Allah so wali means a protecting friend your friend that protects you doesn't want anything bad to happen to you at all times whether you deserve to be protected or not, he will still protect you. But Allah says Allah is the protector of those who believe and his messenger and the believers. Mean that the messenger is like a wali, to is your ally. And then the believers are your ally, are your wali, a kind of friend that will protect you from evils in this world and ensure that you don't get into evil in the hereafter. You don't get punished in the hereafter. He does everything that is both here and there, both dunya and akhirah. That's a wali. It's a very strong word in the Quran. And Allah says, whoever takes Allah and his messenger and those who have believed as protectors, then the party of Allah will be victorious. That means that this is the best wali you can have. Allah will be your ally, your protecting friend. You don't look for protection anywhere apart from Allah. Then, Rasulah and the messenger of Allah, you know the messenger is not here with us now. So what substitutes that? The hadith. Of the prophet the tradition of the prophet you you take the prophet like your friend as if you can see him and then the believers 
if you must have protecting friends who will not stab you in the back go for real believers and the Quran says man yadillahu fa wal muhtadi wa man yudlil falan tajra lahu waliyan murshida Quran chapter 18 verse 17 Allah says he whom Allah guides is the one that's rightly guided and but anyone that Allah sends astray for him you will not find any wali there will be no guiding friend for that person to lead him aright in order when it comes to murshid irshad guidance you need a wali a wali that's a protecting friend someone to guide you that's why i use the word waliyan murshida a protecting friend that guides and then anybody that allah has guided all right that's the one that's truly guided so a protecting friend guides you that's a job of a wali if anybody is a wali the person guides you the person protects you we use the same language when it comes to marriage contract we say where's your wali the wali may be a custodian it may be like an agent it may be your spokesperson it may be somebody to represent you or somebody to protect your interest whether you are there or not if you want to contract a marriage if your wali stands you don't need to be there because he will do everything you will have done if you are to be there so you see the word wali is a very big word when it refers to friendship it's a level of friendship allah akbar there's one hadith in buhari in Sahih Bukhari, report, he reported Abu Uraya said, Mr. of Allah said, Allah said to him, meaning that this is like what we call Hadith Qudsi, say Allah said to him that, Man adali waliyan barazani bilharb. Anybody who takes a friend of mine as an enemy, that person will have started a war with me. That's Allah saying that. Anybody who should take my friend, Allah Akbar. You see, the way Allah is our wali, then you become a wali to Allah. How do you become a wali to Allah? You are a kind of khalif of Allah. You represent Allah. Anything about Allah, you re represent it. Now, if you see somebody who represents the interest of Allah, for instance, so to speak, or the person protects the deen of Allah, or the person extols the greatness of Allah, or the person defends Allah and his deen and the believers, if you see anybody who, who does that, the person has become a wali of Allah. And Allah says, anybody who should take that my wali, as an enemy that person has started a war with me allah akbar meaning that hmm, if you should if you should touch somebody that is a friend of allah is as if you have touched allah himself so for people who are righteous people who are don't touch them don't say bad about them don't even don't even think about it because they may not be there but allah will be defending them even when you gossip or you say bad things about them, Allah will defend them. And you, you will see for yourself that Allah is really fighting for this person. Allah is fighting on behalf of this person because this person has taken Allah as his wali. Allah Akbar. He has taken Allah as his protector, protecting friend. So if, if, if you want to be protected from all evils, including the evil of shaitan and the people of shaitan, you should take Allah as your wali stand firmly with allah if you do that for allah allah will do that for you so that is one word one of the several words used to refer to as friends in the quran another word number two is one that's referred to as rafiq rafiq raun faun yaun and kof rafiq rafiq is also a companion a friend that you can count on and that you can turn to in times of needs that's a rafiq the Rafiq of the Muslim are the prophets and the believers and the martyrs and the righteous people. This is a kind of friend you can depend on and you will not be afraid of anything. You know what Allah says? Allah says, you see that in Quran chapter 4 verse 69 talking about the kind of friendship that whoever obeys Allah and the messenger then they will be in the company of those on whom Allah has bestowed his grace among the prophets the siddiqin the martyrs and the righteous one and how excellent these companions are so another, that means another word for Rafiq is a companion somebody that is reliable a friend that is reliable a friend that you can trust you can count on at any time i will never betray you and i would would never let you down even in the day of judgment the prophet when he was going to die 
he repeated three times before he died. He repeated something three times before he died. He said, Allahumma fi rafiq al-a'la. Allahumma fi rafiq al-a'la. Allahumma fi rafiq al-a'la. Oh Allah, in the most high company. Oh Allah, in the most high company. Oh Allah, amongst the most high friends. Meaning that as you are taking my soul, oh Allah, put my soul amongst the most high, amongst your friends. Using the word rafiq as friend. Meaning that in the day of judgment, these are the, 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 the high friends are the Siddiqin, are the Nabiyin, and the Shuada and Salihin. Four group of people are the highest people you should be with in the day of judgment. That is the, the prophets, the Siddiqin, that's a way of describing another level of righteousness, the Shuada, the Matthias, and then the righteous ones. These four people are the ones you should hope to be with, both in this world and hereafter. So Rafiq is another name for friend, a kind of friend that people can have. Number three, we have the Hamim. Hamim. How Mim Yao Mim? Hamim. Or what we refer to as Ahamma. Ahamma means to heat something or to warm something up. So when you say literally, we say a Hamim is a warm friend. Different from a cold friend. Right? When somebody is cold, you know what it means. Aha, but when you say somebody is warm, the person is jovial, the person is lively towards you. A hamim is the kind of friend that you look for when you are feeling sad. You want to feel happy. You just remember him or her. And then you call and say, Salam alaikum, are you at home? Then yes, I'm at home. Okay, wait for me, I'm coming. You know you want to be happy. Then you go look for them. Allah Akbar. How many of you have such friends? Only one. Two, three, four. <laughs> yes, some friends who, when you just feel down, kind of, you just remember him or her. I say, ah, and I'm feeling so bad. In fact, some of them are so hamim to the extent that the time you are feeling down, that's the time they will call you. Without knowing what was going on in your mind, they'll just say some things and then you start laughing before you know it. Ah, that's hamim. Everybody, if you don't have one, go and get one. Hamim. <laughs> yeah, these are intimate friends. They are one friend, a friend whose love and bonding makes you emotional. They are bonding and the love they have for you and that you have for them, so emotional that they can just turn you around and you start feeling happy with yourself. These are intimate friends. Sometimes it can be a close relative. There are some relatives that are our friends at the same time. Have you noticed some family members who are like friends to us? Hamim. Some husbands and wives are hamim to one another. They warm each other up in terms of emotion. They, they, they provide for each and every one to have such, um, uh, such spouses that warm you up, that will make you happy, that will make you smile. Then the Quran says, chapter 41, verse 34, Allah says, وَلَا تَسْتَوِي الْحَسَنَةُ وَلَا that's where the word hamim came from the Quran says and not equal are the good deed and the bad deed repel evil with what is better and the one between whom and you had had enmity you become as if he was a devoted friend hamim waliyun hamim now look at this now. That wali we mentioned in the first time, the first one, and then this one. Allah combined it together to give a kind of taqid. That's wali yun hamim. Emphasis to see yes. The person is going to be your protecting friend that will warm you up. So we get that concept of hamim from that portion of the Quran. Are you following me now? Then number four, we have a sadiq. Sadiq. Allah Akbar. What's the meaning of Sadiq? Sadiq means a true friend. You remember we mentioned there are good friends, there are bad friends, there are in between, there are Jorov, cocktail, Orishi, Orishi, mixed together. So we have um, a true friend, that's a Sadiq, that's one who is devoted to you and is sincere in friendship. In fact, Allah Akbar Kabira, Sadiq comes from, come from the word Siddiq, which means truthfulness. So a Sadiq is a true friend, they won't even they won't leave you even when you become bankrupt. When there's no money again, they will still stay by you. They are not friends of coming to eat and go. They don't come and chop and come out. They stay with you through your thick and your things. He's a friend who is most sincere and he will tell you the truth, whether you like to hear it or you don't like to hear it. They're not like friends who will just lie to you just to satisfy you or so that you don't feel bad. Instead of them telling you the truth, they will lie. Some friends are like that. 
they, they don't want you to feel sad they don't want you to feel angry they don't want to, you to feel unhappy so they will tell you like someone who doesn't befriend you for some ulterior motive that's a sadiq and it won't leave you no matter what happens to you it will always stand by you that's a sadiq a sadiq will, will not the will not depart from you in your times of difficulties he will say that what you are doing is wrong if it is wrong and he will tell you to stop and uh, he will tell you the truth and he will ask you to change your ways it's only if you don't change your ways that's when there will be a problem between you and the sadiq even then the sadiq will still not leave you even if you refuse to change he will continue to hammer on you until you change you will get angry and change one day because he will not only stay with you because you agree with him he will still stay with you even when you disagree you will quarrel now you will quarrel and say everybody should go on their own way five minutes after i will call you back and say look this thing i'm saying i'm not joking no. i have nowhere to go you have to change this thing you are doing it is not right it's not acceptable you are going to destroy yourself if you continue like this in fact eh, the sadiqs they don't get tired you are the one that will get tired why because there's nothing you can do in this world that will make them to change from that truth they will not lie and they will not deceive you if you hear you hear you don't hear it's your own but that will not change them Allah Akbar. you see that in the quran chapter 29 verses 99 to 101 and i say in the day of judgment the unbelievers will say ah oh, 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 none has brought us into error except the criminals the sinners now we don't have anybody to intercede on our behalf Wala Sodiqin Hamim. And we don't have a close friend. Sodiqin Hamimun. See, Allah is combining. Which one did we call it? Hamim number three. Yes, the warm one. Allah combines it with the Sodiq. Allah Are you following how Allah does this thing now? It's it's so amazing. Allah combined Waliju with Hamim. When we're talking about Hamim, chapter 41, verse 34. And here Allah combined Sodiq with Hamim again. It's a truthful friend that is warm. It's not truthful, the truth, truthfulness of cruelty. Some truths are wicked. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. Some truthfulness are wickedness. They will just drop the truth on you, bah, like that. Regardless of whether it will crush you or whether it will destroy you. No, a true sadiq knows how to do it gradually. He will not, he will not, he will not destroy you, he will not crush you. For example, a sadiq, you say, how do I look? <laughs> like husband and wife do to one another. Let's say the husband, the wife dresses and asks the husband, how, how do I look? If the husband is a sadiq, that's not hamim, he will say, ah, how do you look? You don't look anything spectacular. In fact, you look ugly in that dress. <laughs> you look ugly in that dress or the woman say have i have i reduced my weight how do i look as my weight reduced say reduced you have even increased self. you even look uglier than before maybe that's the truth but that is a sadiq that's not hamim the hamim will say well it's not looking bad it's nice <laughs> why don't you change that uh, color to this color i think it will look nicer than the other one it will look better than that. i prefer this one to that one because this one has more swagger than that one the person has spoken the truth but in a very mild way very mild way how do i look do i still look very fat um well allah has created everybody in different ways but uh, you can still reduce more you know as time goes on it will make it easy for you and it will make a joke you make it light you make light out of it and you are happy to follow their suggestion you are happy to follow their criticism to listen to their criticism because they will not criticize you to destroy you they will criticize you to let you see what is better do you understand this concept now i leave you to read the quran by yourself to understand this friendship in fact the quran has said it all so sadiq in hami in the day of judgment now the unbelievers when they have been thrown to fire they will say we don't have a, a sadiq in hamim a truthful friend that is warm that could have corrected us in in the dunya so that we would not fall into this error or that we intercede for us in the sight of allah today when we have problem because sadiq and hamim will intercede for you anywhere anytime in any way but you know in the day of judgment allah will not even allow them to come near you 
So they will not be there to intercede for you. In when I say what from that. So we understand who a Sadiq is now. Alright, number five now. We have Sahib. Sod with Alif, then Ha'un and Ba'un. Sahib. Sahib. For those of you who transliterate, S A A H I B. Transliteration. Sahib. For example, when they say somebody says Sahib of somebody, it means a long term or a short term friend or companion. Maybe for a short while, maybe for a long while. In fact, Allah calls Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam a sahib to the Makans. Allah says, Allah says, "Wama sahibu kumbi majinun." Indeed, your companion is not at all a madman. Quran chapter eighty-one, verse twenty-two. Wama sahibu kumbi majinun. Allah refers to Muhammad as sahib of the Makans. Wama sahibu. This is your companion, or this is your friend, or this this is your guy. You know, this dude is not a mad person. He's, he's just delivering Allah's message to you. Then Abaka Siddiq has been called the Sahib of the Prophet. Now, you know what they mean when they say somebody says Sahaba. Sahaba. You know what that means? What does it mean? Sahaba of the Prophet. Companions. So we refer to it as companions of the Prophet. Some people call them friends of the, of the Prophet. So this Sahaba. What of the female companions or habiyat? These are the female companions of the Prophet. Yes. These are the people who are your friends or who are your companions, those who keep company of you at one point or the other. A sahib could be a long term or a short term friend. It can be your husband or wife. Yes. Your husband or wife can be your sahiba or a fellow traveler. If you are traveling together, you are in the flight together, or you are in a train, or you are in an aircraft together. The person becomes so what is sahib becomes your 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 yes your companion in the journey. A neighbor is also a sahib, a companion, somebody who stays near you. Then we have some lifelong friends, people who have been friends for so long a year or so long a time, like Abakar Siddiq and Muhammad Sallallahu they have been friends for a long time. So what distinguishes uh, is the sahib is his or her care. And concern towards you. The special thing about Sahib is the way they care for you. So you become Sahib, you watch out for one another. This is another way friendship is used as a term or as a language in the Quran. Let's be Russian. Number six, we have the Walija. Walija. This is a collective noun. He or they are your close friends and your associates. Your Walija can be Allah, can be his messenger, and can be the believing Muslims and Muslima. You see that in Quran chapter 9 verse 16 Allah says am hasibtum an tutraku walamma ya'lamillahu alladhina jahadu minkum walam yattakhidhu min dunillahi wala rasulihi wala limu'minina walijah that's walijatan wallahu khabirun bima ta'malun do you think that you will be left as you are while Allah has not yet made evident those amongst you who strive for his cause and do not take other than Allah his messenger and the believers as intimates that's a walija is an intimate friend. It's only the scholars who can tell a difference. And as we explain along, you be, begin to see how is this shade of friendship different from that shade of friendship. And then you know which friend to keep and which one to discard. And Allah is acquainted with what you do. Quran chapter 9 verse 16. So this term walija appears only once in the Quran. For whatever reason, Allah put it like that. But a walija is um, the the root verb is walaja that's waun lamun and jimun walaja means to penetrate so a walija is a deep friend someone who is intimately involved in all of your affairs everything about you a walija knows it everything about you both private life public life spiritual life mundane life everything this is a guy that knows your account number and knows how much you have in your account Sometimes husband and wives are like this to one another, right? And it's nice, isn't it? There's nothing bad if husband and wife becomes walija to one another. That is, you are you are in out in and out to one another, deep 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 friend. A walija is somebody you are not you are not afraid of letting them know how much you have in your account. A walija is somebody that you can easily tell them your pin code for your transactions because you know they will not go out behind you and take what is not duly theirs. If you make a mistake of making somebody your walija, somebody that is not trustworthy, 
somebody that is, is, is treacherous, you are going to regret the whole of your life. So you are not to put that in the hand of a treacherous person or a wrong person or a sinner, an open sinner. Or somebody that you know that his ways are not straight. This explains why in some marriages, when couples have not been able to make each other their walija, there are some secrets they will be hiding from one another. So many secrets they will hide. The man will not talk, the woman will not talk. The woman will have so much money kept and hidden somewhere, but he will not, she will not allow the husband to know because if the husband knows, he will spend the whole thing. Allah, some women are very smart. They know their husband may find a way of knowing their account, uh, account details, right? Some women, they know their husband may find his way and know how much they have. You know what they will now do? They will keep money with their friends. They have another walija outside the marriage. Keep money with their friends. Say, Don't let my husband know that I kept that money with you. Or sometimes they will keep it in some place in the house. The husband would never imagine. She will keep money under the deep freezer. Have you seen that before? Yes. Go and check if you're a man. Check, check under the deep freezer. <laughs> Have you seen? <laughs> you know, under the bed, nobody checks under the bed. It's like this low bed that we have. Nobody checks. So they will put Allah Akbar. They will put a lot of money, wrap it inside, take away. Set this thing for takeaway. You wrap it inside and then push it somewhere far under the bed. In 20 years, nobody will can even suspect there's money there. Then some people, you know this WC, this tank that we use in flushing, behind it, they will slide in some new notes there, inside the envelope, and then they will put um, nylon. They put it inside now, and then they will slide it under there. Nobody can ever guess. Allah Akbar Kabir. The word of men, where do they keep their own? Under the car seat. Oh, let me not expose them. Okay, okay, let's leave those of the men. Under the car seat, that's where they keep their money. Oh, Allah Akbar, brothers, may Allah save them. They will keep the money where you can never imagine that the money will be. They keep it under the car seat, they keep it, Allah Akbar. You know where you keep spare tires in the boot? They will raise the spare tire up and then keep the money under there. Because they, they don't have a walija, or they don't trust the person they, that should have been their walija. A lot of confusion will happen when some people die. Because they are pink coats, nobody knows it. They don't make their close ones to be their next of kin. And they have so many secret accounts that nobody even knows anything about. They are into so many deals that after they die, it's going to become a problem for the family. There are people who live in a house, they pay rent, and the husband doesn't know that the wife is the landlady of that same house. It's an agent that will come and collect the money, but the money still goes to the wife's pocket. And they have been living for 15 years. The husband did not know that the house belonged to his wife. Just say, hey, my husband, please try and pay this house rent now. You know the caretaker has been coming to disturb us all this while. Okay, even if it is half, you have, if she's very broke. Even if it is half, you have. Just pay them. Eh? I, will, I will also beg that I will talk to them. Then I'll thank you, my dear. Thank you. Eh, this day. Eh, eh, no, don't give me. Just pay straight to the caretaker. Eh? <laughs> Walija. <laughs> Walija, women. Allah Akbar. May Allah have mercy on us. So people keep, <laughs> if you cannot keep some secret, some intimate secret with somebody, it means that person is not your walija. Now a walija is somebody who knows everything, or who should know everything, or who can know everything. Your walija is like somebody that if you die, you can't hide your navel from that person. Spiritual matters you discuss, even, even if I had a dream, you discuss with that person. That's a walija. You know, this is a very deep friend. Very, very deep. Let me mention another one to you. I want you to study this up in the Quran by yourselves, and you'll be amazed as to how Allah uses these words to teach us the level and the depth of friendship that people should have. I've asked you the other time whether, why is it that some couples, they don't reveal certain things to one another? They hide a lot of secrets, they hide a lot of things. The husband will not talk, the wife will not talk. It's so bad that a husband may have a um, problem of fertility, he will keep the secret from the wife. The wife may have similar problems, she will keep it from the husband. So the two of them will be deceiving one another. These are not walija. 
I believe that a marriage should be married that can reach that level of friendship to the extent that there's nothing we hide from each other again. I hope you understand it now. The only problem comes if the man is a walija and the woman is not. Then there will be a problem on, okay, who do we trust, who should we not trust? May Allah help us. Now we have Khalil, number seven. Khalil. Ah, you remember the word Khalil used in the Quran? Allah says, وَتَّخَذَ اللَّهِ إِبْرَوِيمَ خَلِيلًا Quran chapter 4 verse 125. Allah took Ibrahim as a Khalil. What's the meaning of Khalil? It's a very close and intimate friend who you feel attached to. Khalil. You are attached to that person. When he's here, you feel happy. When he's not around, you miss them a lot and you're always thinking about them. That's a Khalil. Some husband and wife are not Khalil to one another because they'll say, ah, my wife, ah, my husband, when they are together. Once they are not together, they don't even remember each other again. The husband is at work, the woman is at work. Nobody remembers anybody again. They don't even miss one another. There are some couples, when the husband wants to travel, the woman will be so happy inside her mind. Eh, Alhamdulillah, he's going, he's going. Eh, 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 Abu, eh, 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 that's your journey. When did you say you are going to travel now? He will say, he will say ah, I'm not sure. Ah, confirm, oh. confirm and be sure. As soon as the husband travel is about to die, she say, "Okay, take care of yourself. Eh? You are going to leave us. Leave ourselves. Oh, take care of yourself." As soon as the man goes out of the house, she just shut the door. Bah! She first go and shower and prepare nice meal for herself to celebrate that Alhamdulillah. Let him just go with his wahala. Some couples are not Khalil to one another. They don't miss one another. They don't send text messages to each other that Salam alaikum, how are you? I hope you are doing okay. We are missing you. Mm -mm. Some will never, in fact, some will die before they, they say that. They are couples, but they are not Khalil. Can you imagine? They are not Khalil. They don't feel anything. They, they don't miss each other. Even when they are around together, they don't feel happy. A husband is coming from outside and he missed the wife. The wife is not excited. She's not like, ah, alhamdulillah, welcome, welcome. How was the, how was the day? How was this? Mm -mm. She's not excited. She'll just come, the man will come, she'll just emerge from the kitchen and say, ah, uh, you are back. You are back. The man should say, no, I'm not back. I'm still on the road. I'm in, the, I'm traffic. I'm in traffic. Oh, you are back. Sorry. Uh, 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 I, was, <coughs> yawn. I was so tired. I didn't even know when you entered. Do you know couples do that sometimes? I didn't even know when you entered. Okay, welcome. Uh, so what should I prepare for you? See, a woman who is expecting that her husband will come, who is missing her husband, will not wait until when he comes before she asks, what should I prepare for you? Especially nowadays of technology, where you could easily text and ask if you needed to know what you need to cook for him. But what kind of a wife asks, what would the husband eat? There should be a level of friendship that you can guess what your husband wants to eat when he comes back. Is it possible? Especially a man that is consistent, a man that is straight, not conny conny man. You can't predict some men. What you thought he would eat, he will say he doesn't want to eat. And you turn it to quarrel even as a special effect. Turn it to quarrel so that you know that he doesn't want to be predicted. Some people are so unpredictable. But the Khalil, they can predict one they know what everybody wants at the point in time. If the man wants to surprise his wife and make, make her happy, he knows what to buy. He knows what to do. If he enters into a boutique or supermarket, he knows straight what to go for that will make the wife to, to be happy or to laugh. That's a Khalil. A Khalil. They miss each other. When they are together around each other, they make each other happy. When they are away, they miss each other. There are some friends that when we see them, ah, long time, how are you? But when we don't see them, we don't remember them again at all. You know there are some friends like that. Yes, if they are like that, then that means you are not Khalil with that person. So it's a level of friendship. Allah Akbar Kabira. May Allah have mercy on us. You know, Allah Akbar. The Prophet Allah said, Inna Allah takhadani khalilan kama takhadha Ibrahim khalila. Indeed, Allah has chosen me as a khalil, just as he has chosen Ibrahim as his own khalil. This is another level of friendship that we can see and understand. Now, as the thing is now, in the day of judgment, 
it will be said wa yama ya'adhu zolimu ala yadai yakul ya laytani takhadhu ma'ar rasul sabila ya waylata laytani lama takhadhu fulanan khalila laqad adallani an dhikri ba'da idh ja'ani wa kana ash-shaytanu lil-insani khadula Allah in the day of judgment the wrongdoers will bite his fingers say ah what is shame on me will it be that i taking part with the messenger how i wish i'd follow the message of allah ah woe unto me would that i had never taken so so and so person as a khalil there will be regret if you take a wrong person as a khalil you will regret in this world and the hereafter so a, a, an unbeliever will say how i wish i had not taken this person as a khalil as an intimate friend he has indeed led me astray from the reminder after he had come, it had come to me, a shaitan is to man ever a deserter. Somebody who will desert you and, and deceive you and he will betray you and he will desert you. He will depart from you when you needed him most. So the opposite of Khalil is a deserter. Somebody who will abandon you and desert and somebody who is going to turn you away from the remembrance of Allah. So if your intimate friend, your own kind of Khalil that you miss is a wrong person, then that person has the capacity of derailing you or misleading you from the path of Allah. In other words, your Khalil must be a God-fearing person. That when Allah, there are some people when something nice happens, you quickly remember them. There are some people when something good is happening, you miss them. Say, ah, our whistles are so persons here. There are some people when something bad happens, you remember and say, ah, whistles and so person was there. If he was there, he would have not allowed this bad thing to happen. Do you know that? There are some people like that, they are Khalil, that you miss them. When you Allah, when you need somebody to say good words, you remember them. When you need somebody to um, to be present so that things will be better, you remember them. Say, how oh, I wish this person was here. You miss them whenever you see their vacuum created. Ah, your Khalil are those people that if they are not around, a vacuum will be created. You feel their absence. If husband and wife, like I've been emphasizing, if they are khalil to one another, if one of them is not around, they will miss each other. So, oh, I wish this, if this person were here, this thing would not have been like this, or this would not have happened like this. Do we understand? All right, number eight, we have the bitana. Yes, the bitana is mentioned in the Quran chapter 3, verse 118. A bitana is a kind of friend whom you can trust with the deepest secrets in your life. This one is something that is almost, what is the other one that we mentioned earlier on? Can you remember? The Walij. Yes, the Walij. Betona is similar to Walij, but from the sense in which that being used. Let's look at the Quran. Let's see what we can derive from there. The Quran says, Yeah, you are Latin Amman, or you believe. Let attackable betona, that's what betona. Let attackable betona, that means dunicum. You see that Quran chapter 3 verse 1 right and I say, oh you will believe. Talking to believers now. Take not your bitana as those other than your own. And what does this bitana mean at this in this context? It means your advisors. Advisor. You know, Walija are people that you can trust with your secrets. You don't you are not you don't have any problem with them knowing some things about you. And we say some husband and wife should be like that to one another. But this one of bitana is is referring to those you seek their advice in the very important aspect of your life. I don't even understand what I mean. You know, there are some things in our life that are not so important. I want to buy this dress. Should I buy yellow? Should I buy blue? That's not very important. But matters of, I want to marry this person. What's your advice? It's different from, I want to buy this cloth. What's your advice? Do you understand what I mean now? <laughs> My child wants to go to school. I don't know which school my child should go to. That's another one. But when it comes to real deep advice, and some help that is going to determine your future, that's going to determine your life and your hereafter. The people that you seek their help in that regard are called your bitana. 
if you have wrong people as your bitana, like the Quran says, don't take your bitana apart from your own, the person that you know in and out. The bitana amongst the unbelievers or those who are not good, they will always find a way to corrupt you without you knowing. They'll be giving you some snaky, snaky bad advice. And you will not realize it until they ruin your life. They desire to harm you severely. This is Quran saying. saying. The Quran says, Allah Akbar Kabira. Says, uh, What do ma'anitum? They, they do their best to corrupt you. They desire to harm you severely, but you will not know. Hatred has already appeared from their mouth. But what their heart conceals is far worse. Even from the way they advise you, you see some, some hatred in it, but because you trust them. Because you trust them, you will not know the difference. And in fact, what is in that inside their mind is worse than what they even tell you. Indeed, we have made plain to you the verses of Allah so that you can understand. Beware of certain bitona. Certain people you take your matter to. You go and tell somebody that you have problem with your husband. And he will give you some advice that will be that you are going to eventually leave that your husband so that he will give your husband his own sister. Have you not seen that before? People that you say, ah, please, oh, my friend, what is your opinion about this? What am I supposed to say? Ah, look, look, unless you are a fool, you will not stay in that marriage again. And then, before you realize what is going on, it is background on your head. Whatever that means. Allah, may Allah save us from that. So the Quran said, don't take anybody as bitana, as helpers and advisors. Some people, you actually think they are helping you, they are actually killing you. You think they are, they are speaking for your interest, whereas they have other ulterior motives. Beware of this kind of friends, this kind of bitana of friends. Number nine, we have the Korean. Everybody is aware, we have, have heard of that before. That's Korean, Kuranaa, or we have Korean, a close companion. Some of them are close companions for wrong reasons. They are always with you to push you to do evil things and to disobey Almighty Allah. People who visit sorcerers together, when there's matter of uh, let's spoil the life of somebody else, people will come and support you. You know that kind of thing. When it comes to let us gossip and spread rumor about so and so, people will come and support you and do that. They are the Korean. But my attack is Shaitan Waliyan Fasa Korean. Anybody who should take shaitan as a friend, the shaitan is the worst of Korean to that person. And the Quran says, Waman a'arada anzikr rahman, nukohid lau shaitanan fawa lau Korean. Anybody who should turn away from the remembrance of Allah, Allah will appoint a devil for him, and the devil will be the Korean with that person. Devil can be among human beings, and devil can be shaitan himself. Can also be among the jinns. Allah Akbar, may Allah save us from that. That Korean is shaitan. They are the ones who will associate with you at the end of the day. They are your companions in doing what is wrong, in doing what is bad. So most of the Korean are shaitans and they are jinns. May Allah save us from that. May Allah protect us from that. So some people have some friends who are just more like Korean. It's the kind of friendship that makes people to, pushes people to disobey Almighty Allah. Do you understand? Number 10 is Khazul. Khazul. Khaun, Dhalun, Waun, and Lam. Khazul. For those of you who transliterate K H A Z O O L. Khazul. Khazul is a kind of friend who will show loyalty until you need them. Or until you rely on them. You thought they were a sincere friends. You thought they were actually there for you, but they were just using you to achieve their own aim. Khazul. You think they are your friends. They will be with you, they will do things with you, but you are being used without you knowing. If, for example, they want to get to one particular person that you know, they will be your friend, and you will not know that they are using you to send message to the person they want to reach. There are some opportunistic friends like that. Opportunistic. If they know that you know somebody in high place, they will be your friend. They will do all sort of nice things with you, and gradually they will do that to familiarize themselves with the person. They, they don't really need you. They are just using you to achieve certain aim. That's called Khazul. So the person comes, offers you something. When you get used to the kind of thing the person does for you, then the person will now begin to ask for what they really want in the first place before they become friends with you. It may not be because they want to reach somebody else, but it may be because of what they want to get from you. We call them the Khazul. They are the ones that will come, eat with you, 
dine with you when there's problem they take off they already have their tickets waiting if there's any pimp like this they will just take off but if there's anything good anything nice they come near you if they think boomerang they say do i know you have, have we met hello excuse me i don't really know you and they will deny to others they will say look we only agree to we are not friends they say no don't call her my friend we are not friends i'm just uh, i'm just being there some of them do that in fact you see so many of these things even the quran the quran says, that there are these people that they will be with you they will say ah, we believe we are together but when they go to their own people they will say no we are not with 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 them we are with you here they are very hypocritical very hypocritical they only come near you because of what they need to benefit these are called khazul you will have seen so many of these in real time real life experiences now finally the one i want to mention is called akhdan akhdan alif khaun dalun with alif and then nun akhdan this is like plural friends the friends you are attracted to nowadays that is uh, opposite sex attraction these are the ones they call boyfriend and girlfriends it's another kind of friendship the quran mentions it and uh, they are the secret lovers this is not acceptable in islam just like the khazul and the rest of the korean and the rest of them allah says that when you are looking to get married it's not only that you are looking for akhdan that don't look for akhdan you know some shallow infatuation and uh, it is um, matters of marriage should go far much more beyond that these are matter of infatuation matters of attraction matters of deception that people do all of these things are referred to as akhdan they have been condemned in the quran may allah have mercy on us so that is that about um, what the quran says about friend now to wrap it up now now tonic friends and toxic friends we will now summarize based on all of these verses we have been mentioning a good friend is like a tonic we explained what tonic meant the other time said it's, it's a medicinal connection concoction that is brewed to make us feel healthier livelier and uh, re-energized a tonic relationship or a tonic friendship is like a healthy blend of mutual respect positive attachment affection loyalty love respect trust all of those things we mentioned earlier on so some friends have been with us regardless of the type of friends they are among the ones we mentioned from the quran some friends have been with us throughout our lives and so some of them it seems like we are going to be together forever friends forever together forever from the time we got to know somebody we had known these people and they are still with us some are like that some friends only form part of the sweet memories of our past you want to remember something nice that happened to you remember one or two friends in connection with that sweet memory that you had some of these friends come and go by the seasons while some of them just walk in when we need them most yeah there are some friends they walk in when you are in deep problem that's when you know them and you know when you are running to one trouble or the other somebody that came around to rescue you then that was another friend you have lost contact with some of them now you have lost contact with them but they were friends real nice friends some of them are like angels that came to be your rock in your weakest moments of crisis and confusion they show up and facilitate your best interest when we needed guidance and direction in life these were friends that came around and advised us and their advice were so relevant were so useful and we are still benefiting from the result of that advice they gave us that time ah we can still remember some of them were our teachers even as young as some of us were then they were our teachers but we look at them like friends so we had people like that if you cast your mind back you know that this life had been very sweet because we had some tonic friends friends who were like tonic to us if allah had helped you and you were blessed with such friends ah allah had given you everything in life now i'm telling you this for a reason for a reason and i want you to reason along with me that there are some friends you didn't know that they were friends because they were older than you some of them you didn't know they were your friends because they were younger than you you thought friends are only those who are your contemporaries no you are wrong there are so many people who are much much ahead of you 
but they have taken you as friend or you have taken them as friend you know the one we meant by khalil khalil people when you don't see them you miss them you know the other ones that we mentioned the sadiq you remember the sahaba you remember all of those ones put your mind together and beginning to search for those who fell into these categories in your life in the past in the present and possibly in the future these are golden people don't forget them they understand the meaning of your gestures if you do like this if you wave your hand they know what it meant if you shake your head they know what you mean if you nod your head they know what it means if you remain silent they know what your silence means the students of your silence they understand it if you just be like you put your hand on your cheek and you are lost in thought and you say hmm, 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 hmm. they know what that meant if you are talking they know what it means if you are not talking they know what it means these are real friends these are tonic friends they are they give us the gift of smile these are the friends that can make you laugh to the extent that tears will be coming out of your eyes they would be with they, they can make you laugh to the extent that you don't know how to be nice again when you're in their presence you know what i mean by that you'll be like you will laugh as in you know the kind of laughter that comes from the whole of your body these are not the friend that you are going to be managing your laughter so that they will not know that you are very happy you know that some friends if something happens and you want to laugh <laughs> you just you just chill instead of you to laugh you just smile <laughs> just smile because if they should know that you are happy you are in the soup some bad friends like that if they know that happy is wahala now these are the kind of friends that you can even cry in their presence without feeling ashamed of yourself some friends will cry like a baby in your presence or there are some friends when something really bothers your mind i'm telling you real bother your mind you can go to them and you will cry like a baby and they'll be coaxing you they'll be telling you it's okay it's okay don't cry again it's okay it's okay these are the ones that offer their shoulders for you to cry on they coax you they soothe you you know whenever you are being stung by by the very wicked bite of life they are the ones that will bam it for you they will give you hope they will encourage you they will tell you you are not so bad they will tell you life is not so bad like that but if there's need for them to tell you the truth they'll tell you the truth even if you don't want to hear these are the golden friends these are the friends that you must look for honor learn truth about yourself even about your own personality they'll tell you that look all right this thing is not going to work they'll tell you point they'll tell you point black and they will advise on better ways through which can work i think everybody should look for friends like this these are your Khalil, these are your Sadiq, these are your Habib, these are your lovers, these are the ones that will do anything to satisfy your interest. Even if they don't have, the way they will speak kind words to you will be enough for you. Even if they can't solve your problem, the fact that you want them to hear and they were ready to listen to you, this is the problem now. Most of us will suffer in life because nobody will listen to us. Nobody is ready to listen to your own side of the story. But the real friends who are tonic, they are the ones that will say, okay, tell me more, tell me more. What exactly is it that you said is bothering your mind in this matter? Yes, they, 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 are, even, they are even eager, they are interested to hear you. Can husbands and wives be like this to one another? Have you seen where husband and wife are tonics to one another? If you have not seen, if you don't know, or if you have a husband or a wife and you don't know, you should begin to ask each other now. If you listen to this thing I'm saying, ask yourself, are you like this to me? Or am I like this to you? Can I cry in your presence? Can I whine? Can I complain? Can I grumble in your presence? Can I, you know, can I lament in your presence? This thing people call marriage, I think they don't really understand what it entails what i'm saying is how 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 can husband and wife be this tonic to one another now who are the toxic friends we are talking about we have talked about tonic then what are the toxic friends some people are in trouble now they're in deep shit now because of some friends they met friends who will have put his hand into all sort of bad things and when the two of you meet it will lead you more into bad things if you want to if you want to tread the path of success in your life 
It will influence you to behave otherwise. Especially when some of us, we trust anything and everything. We trust everybody we see. Some of us don't have a mind of our own. We are easily swayed and influenced by our friends. Our friends' actions and behaviors and their speech, they work on us to the extent that at a point in time, you don't even know the difference between your own thinking and your friend's own thinking. Yeah, some of us are so naive, you know, you believe this person will not mislead you. Some of us are so naive, we believe whatever this person tells you should be good. Some of us are so naive, we believe that, but this person cannot be wrong. Whereas, some of them are very wrong. We have taken them as a betona. Or some of these words we have used earlier on. And then they mislead us big time. Big time. Allah Akbar Kabira. And this can be carried into marriages too. Some friends will have been very, some marriage will have been nice if not for the kind of husbands or kind of wives some people have. Some people will not have had stress in their lives if not for the kind of husband or wife that they have married. Whether is the, the, the friend who criticizes you or criticizes everything about you or the one who clings to you with a needy grip. Allah Akbar. That is, friend who depend, put the whole of their lives on you. There are some friends like that. There are some friends who stir both affection and annoyance in you. We call them frenemies. Friend and enemies put together. So you call them what? Frenemies. Yes, these are some of the friends. If you want to, if you want to take them away from your life, you remember some of the benefits. If you want to keep them with you, remember some of their harms. Just like some marriages. You don't even know whether to stay or to leave. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to leave, run away from this husband or wife you remember some of the good things they have done and if you want to stay you remember that you may not live long at the end of the day you'll be wondering which one should i do these are mixed up friends sometimes they can be very toxic they may not be good in our lives <laughs> there are these kind of friends let me explain them to you you believe in saving money instead of spending 10 naira you spend five naira and, and save five naira you want to buy a dress, it's very expensive. You will not buy the expensive, you buy the cheap one so that you save your money, right? You want to enjoy yourself. Instead of buying popcorn, you buy roasted corn because roasted corn is cheaper than popcorn, right? So that you save the extra money, isn't it? Okay. Instead of going to buy yogurt, you make pop for yourself and you put milk inside, you enjoy your life without telling anybody you save your money. Instead of going to the restaurant to go and eat expensive, you drink gari in your house and you put granite inside. You enjoy yourself with cold water and milk. You save your money, isn't it? You'll be saving money and saving money, saving money like that. So when your money has reached certain extent, you feel, aha, let me now think of what I'll use this money for. One friend will just come. And say, Salamu alaikum, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. There's wahala, I'm going to die today. What happened that you're going to die? Ah, there's wahala. Oh, I need money. Oh, if I don't get this money today, today, I'm going to die. All the money you have been saving. You have been hungry. You have been denying yourself. The person will just do some missy-missy with some tears in their eyes. <laughs> Until you pack all the money. Okay, how much do you say you need now? Ah, in fact, eh, as if you knew. You mentioned exactly the amount you have in your account. Oh, la, la, la. <laughs> exactly the amount you have been saving for about six months. You say that's exactly how much she needs. Ah, how are we going to do it now? But no other person, no other person to help me. You are but you know you are a good person, you are a nice person, you are a good friend. You don't say okay. Because we are friends, what are friends for? Because we are friends, and I don't like to see my friends suffer like this. You do you go to your account, you withdraw the money, <laughs> you give her the money. Thank you. Thank you very much. God bless you. <laughs> Two weeks after, you have spent all the money that you spent six months together. Then you just come to you one day, you'll be eating chingong. Thank you for the other time. Honestly, or more, if not because of you, I will have been a real problem. Now, have you solved? Alhamdulillah, I've solved the problem. Thank you very much. That's all. That is if he came back to thank you. Then you'll be like, what kind of life is this? So why am I not having friends that will give me money? I'm the only one that will be giving them money. Meanwhile, while you are trying to not to buy expensive things, just to save money, this person is buying blah, 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 blah. Buying everything. 
No saving. But your own saving because you are the friend, these are the kind of things that they want. Some of you have friends like that, don't you? How do you describe that kind of friend? That's a very toxic friend. Man, that friend is poisonous. Some people are just very unlucky with the kind of friends they have. How come you don't have the kind of friends that will dash you money? They're only the friends that will ask you to bring money. Some of you will not have friends that will say, I've built my house. I want you to come and help me pray into it. The kind of friends you will have are those ones that will go and look for trouble. Then they will call you from the police station to come and help bail or rescue them. Why? What kind of friends? Is, is something spiritual about They send some of these friends. Now, let me tell you something very briefly. Friendship. How do we attract the kind of friends that we have? How come some people attract good friends and some people attract bad, useless friends? Friends that are good for nothing. You see, generally everybody thinks that um, um, that friendship just happen. You know, they think that we don't really decide who should be our friend. Do you also think like that too? That, okay, amongst your friends, how many of them did you deliberately say, be my friend? Some of them just attached to us somehow. And there are some friends you have to really pray for Allah to rescue you from. Because some of them have already stuck to you the way Alif is stuck to Lamb in Lam Alif. You know, they've already joined. You know Lam Alif now? <laughs> you know Lam Alif. Lam Alif. You know, how do you write Lam Alif? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Lam and Alif. But they are so together that they have become one alphabet. Some of them are like that to you. Quarrel with them, they will not go. Don't greet them, they will not go. Don't talk to them, they will not go. Shout on them, they will not go. Some of them are so stuck to us, eh? like super glue. In fact, eh, when you say, I don't even want to see this person ever again in my life, you will just, Salaamu Alaikum. You just come and knock at your door. Salaamu Alaikum. If you say, yes, Alhamdulillah, let me delete this person's number. I don't even want to talk to this friend. I don't want, I don't want this person to holler again. <laughs> By the time you delete his number, you just see one strange call. You think that uh, it belongs to somebody else. By the time you pick, you say, hello. Ah, you, you, <laughs> you are sitting there. <laughs> You are sitting there, you may not be able to say that, but you say, eh, 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 hello, hello. Oh, sorry, I didn't know it is you. You won't be able to tell him that you've deleted his number. <laughs> Allah Akbar. But then you say, Alhamdulillah, has rescued for this, from this person. You just say, hello, salam alaikum. You didn't even ask after me. You'll be like, ah, ah. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I didn't ask after you. So what is that? Say, I'm just greeting you. Okay, thank you. Now you now register his number again. You save his number and you refuse to pick his call. Then you send text message. Salam alaikum Jumat Mubarak. <laughs> oh yeah, salam. But do you think friendship does happen all of a sudden like that? It doesn't just happen. I think, in my own opinion, friendships are more complex than some of us think. It's complicated, honestly. You will be surprised how you. How, where did I even get to meet this person? Sometimes you ask yourself, what you can't remember what joined you and the person together. You know there are some friends like that. You can't even well, how did I get to meet this person? Self. Maybe person is, is one very big headache to you. Let me stop here, inshallah, with the hope that we have all understood what good friendships are, which ones are tonic friends, and which ones are are toxic friends. May Allah have mercy on us and accept it from us. أقول كل هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم وجمعين والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته.